Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today, if you're listening in real time, is Friday. And I'm excited to be finishing up Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. This has been such a journey as we've walked through each and every verse of Philippians chapter 2. And I pray that if you haven't listened to the other podcasts, that you'll go back and listen and they will be a blessing for you. But you can absolutely listen to today's podcast as a standalone. So Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 in the Amplified Bible. After he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death on a cross. Amen. So we know this verse is talking about Jesus. And as we've walked through it this week, we talked about after he was found in, we talked about outward appearance as a man. We talked about he humbled himself and yesterday was by becoming obedient. So today our focus is to the point of death on a cross. As I was studying, I was thinking, um, it's interesting that in the Amplified Version, it says to the point of death, even death on a cross. So it's like repeating this idea of death. Um, And so I was thinking that obviously this death, um, this word for death in Greek must be pretty significant. So I looked it up and there were two things I thought were really interesting. One is that the word is, um, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but thanatos. And it made me think if you're if you're not a Marvel fan, this is going to make any sense to you. But Thanos was um, this character in Marvel Comics who snapped his fingers and annihilated, like, I forget if it was one-third or two-thirds of the world, um, of the human population. And it was just wild. And I don't want to ruin anything or have a spoiler effect, so go watch the movies. They're totally worth it. <laughs> and you can see so many parallels Um, to who God is in our lives and why we need Jesus. But getting back on track, um, this word in Greek for death has so many nuances, so many levels to it that I think are so interesting, which makes sense of why Paul would write it twice to the point of death, even death on a cross. We know that the cross was a shameful way to die. We know it was a horrible, torturesome way to die because we've talked about it in other podcasts. But I, And that's why today I felt led by the Lord to really focus on the word death. Because in the Greek, in this word that Paul uses twice, um, we can see so much more than what we think of now as death. Um, I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of death going on in my life for a very long time, even long before COVID. It was just many, many loved ones were dying. Um, and lately it seems like there's another like wave of a lot of people dying. And I think that the longer we live, the more people we know. And so the more people we're going to be aware of, of dying. And the one thing, not the one thing, one of the things I absolutely am excited about as a Christian is that all the loved ones who die, who I know that they are Christians, that they are in relationship with Jesus and they know Jesus is Lord and Savior, I know I'll see them again. And I'm excited about that. It really does make a difference in how I grieve their death. But when there are people in my life who did not know Jesus, then there's a whole nother level of grief for me because I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to see them again. I don't know if at the last possible second they said, yes, oh my goodness, Jesus is real. I'm so sorry. I messed up my entire life not knowing. Um, and that is a struggle for me. However, 
I find that I hold on to hope that the God who loves and adores us hears our prayers and he desires that none should perish but all shall have everlasting life. So I hold on to hope that maybe, just maybe, people that I love are making the right decision at that last split second. And that's why day in and day out I'm constantly praying for unsaved loved ones and I pray that you are too. So let's pause and reflect. This idea of death, what do you think about when you hear the word death? And we'll be right back. When I think about the word death, I think about how it can be used for more than just someone dying. So I think about how, to me, it means the end of something. And I think a lot of people, especially people who don't know Jesus, they think that death means like the total end of something. Um, So... When someone dies, a lot of people just think like, that's it. There's no existence at all in any way, shape, or form. But for those of us who are Christians, we know that there's life after death. We know that the spirit lives on even after the body dies. And I think about how when I, I don't know, the picture that the Holy Spirit keeps giving me in my head, and I have no idea why, so I pray this makes sense to someone. It's the picture of a burnt down forest. When there's a huge forest fire, and everything just seems dead and destroyed, there's still seeds that are in the ground that will start to grow. And you'll see this little bit of green peeking up amidst the ash and the destruction. And I think about how that's what Jesus' death on the cross really was. It was not the end of him. It was the beginning of us being in right relationship with him. And I think about how to everyone watching him die on the cross, it was devastating and traumatizing and terrorizing um, and confusing, I would imagine, for people who knew he was the Messiah. They wouldn't have understood what was going on despite the many times Jesus explained it. That's what was going to happen. And when I think of why it was important for Jesus to die, I find the answer in this definition of this Greek word for death. And so in this definition of death, it says that it obviously means the death of the body, but it also means the separation, whether natural or violent, of the soul and the body by which the life on earth is ended. So it's very clearly that our lives don't end. It's just our lives here on earth end. And this is the part that stopped me in my tracks with the implied idea of future misery in hell. The power of death takes us down to hell and it goes on to say the abode of the dead was conceived as being very dark it's the death is the equivalent to the region of thickest darkness a region enveloped in the darkness of ignorance and sin and that's what died on that cross when Jesus laid down his life for us ignorance and sin died that day it wasn't that Jesus died he did in the flesh but his spirit lived on just like our spirits live on after death and when we have relationship with Jesus Christ and we know that we don't have to deal with the misery of hell it is a real place it is not just an idea that people come up with and it talks about here in the definition in the Greek The misery of the soul arising from sin, which begins on earth, but lasts and increases after the death of the body in hell. For people who are not in relationship with Jesus Christ, it's not that 
that their lives just end and they don't get to go to heaven. They go to hell and is a scary, horrible, miserable place. And if you've never studied scripture on it, then I recommend being aware of what hell is like so that we can warn our loved ones who don't know Jesus away from hell and towards the love of Jesus Christ. Because there is truly a battle for the souls of the people on this earth. And Satan desires to stop more people from having everlasting life in heaven with Jesus. But God has given us the blessing of the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. So we don't need to fear Satan and his attacks. Jesus was obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So that we can have everlasting life with him and also abundant life in the here and the now. So as we live our holiest hot mess lives, let us be bold. Let us be courageous. Let us proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us not become dismayed or distressed or depressed by all of the evil that is in this world. And ooh, there's so much evil. But let us continue to Keep our eyes focused on Jesus, knowing that he is our help, knowing that he is our strength, knowing that the same power that raised him from the dead is the same power that lives in us through the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you for helping us to end this week strongly rooted and grounded in you, Lord God. Help us to hold fast to the idea that death is not the end for us, Lord God, that we who are in relationship with you, that know you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior, will have everlasting life in heaven with you, with God, We are and with our loved ones who died knowing you for themselves. Lord, touch hearts and minds. Touch all those who do not know you. Help them to see and hear who and all that you have for them, Lord God. Lord, we thank you that as we live our holiest, hot, best lives, we can do so in the power of your Holy Spirit. We know that death is not the end for us. And we thank you that you have made a way for us out of no way. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe. And that you'll come back to your more tips and strategies (laughs) on how to live your holiest, hot, mess life. God bless.